0: Want to gain an edge in international markets with foreign currency exchange? At Associated Bank, we've got you. We can assist you in obtaining or converting foreign currency and managing the exchange risk to your advantage. Visit AssociatedBank.com slash commercial. Member FDIC.
1: we with Don Lloyd, the Senior Vice President of Capital Markets, the Foreign Exchange and Derivatives over at Associated Bank. Don, welcome back. Steve, thank you for having me back. I want to have a conversation this morning about a couple of things. First, the uh, current value of the dollar and how that's impacting international trading as well as inflation on a global level.
0: Yep. uh, The dollar is uh, uh, sort of front and center and certainly uh, chasing economic news, uh, just like every other market is, trying to figure out uh, what's the next move out of the Fed. Uh, Are they going to continue to push? Are they going to start to uh, let off a little bit? And uh, uh, see what happens and certainly uh, are they going to push it over the brink uh, and possibly slow the economy down so much that we head into a recession. So the dollar is certainly uh, uh, changing, uh, chasing economic news.
1: The uh, dollar uh, is it uh, lower because I know the latest data showed that it was dropping a little bit against the uh, euro and sterling. Where are we at today?
0: Yeah we're, we're trading right around 106 which is sort of the middle of the range you know, if you remember uh, a number of months ago, we we broke through parity and uh, dipped down to about the ninety-five cent level, or just above ninety-five cents. Um, and then over the last year or so, uh, the high has been about uh, one thirteen, one fourteen uh, in the euro dollar. Uh, so we're right in the middle of that range right now. And uh, you know, a, a, as I said, uh, the market is certainly chasing economic data. Um, the, the 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 latest thought out there in, in the U.S. is that yeah you know, the Fed is going to probably raise at least 25 basis points, maybe 50 basis points. Uh, but again, the value of the dollar against currencies is always in relationship to a uh, country's interest rates, not just what's happening in the U.S., but what's happening, uh, say, in the European Union. So uh, the European Central Bank uh, uh, sort of indicated quite strongly uh, earlier this week uh, that they're looking to raise um, their lending rates or their... their uh, uh, um, change their monetary policy and raise rates to 50 basis by 50 basis points um, you know if that goes up uh, you know then you're going to sit there and take a look at those interest rate differentials between the eurozone and uh, the US dollar so you know you're, you're getting into a a market where both countries interest rates are rising and you know that sort of makes for a, a sideways market and we're sort of seeing that right now sitting at about 106 right in the middle of that
1: and talk to us a little bit about how the value of the dollar is impacting uh, precious metals. And gold, I think, has been falling right. Uh, it has had three or four weeks of falling. Um, talk to us about how that's impacting some of those uh, issues.
0: Yeah, as the dollar rises, gold will, will, will decrease in value. Um, you know, gold is a non-interest earning investment. Uh, so it competes against uh, those securities that are out there that are interest-bearing. Um, and as U.S. interest rates are rising and going up, uh, it is basically you know, taking that investment money and moving it into interest-bearing uh, uh, instruments, uh, and the gold is, is sort of getting hit and, and selling off uh, because of that. We've seen gold sort of push down over the last three, four, five weeks um, into the low uh, $1,800 an ounce. Um, and... I, I think that it is all in an anticipation and expectation of U.S. monetary policy continuing to tighten uh, U.S. interest rates uh, continuing to push up. Um, so gold is just sort of uh, ahead of the curve, if you will. It's pricing in uh, rate hikes. Um, you know the Fed is targeted four and a half to four and three quarter percent Fed funds right now. But the futures curve has you know, a, a price of about uh, 5,25 of 5,50 right around in there. Uh, Fed funds, pricing, in the futures market. So you know, the market is sitting there looking at short-term rates to uh, continue to rise, and, and gold is sort of getting uh, uh, selling off uh, because of that. Um, the other thing is that um, because gold is priced in U.S. dollars, as the dollar strengthens, it makes foreign purchases of gold, those, those investors that have to convert their local currency to U.S. dollars to purchase the gold, uh, it makes uh, gold, from their perspective, more expensive. So you're seeing an adjustment in price uh, sort of reflect that to sort of keep parity going. Um, so anyway, that's sort of what's driving the gold. I mean, I, I, I find it interesting, Steve, there's, there's about seven and a half billion people uh, in the world, and the United States is about 330 million people in the United States. So really less than 5% of the population Uh, uses the U.S. dollar as its primary currency, as as its main currency. But yet, because gold is priced in U.S. dollars, it has such a dramatic impact globally, uh, even though it just represents less than 5% of of the population in the world that uses the U.S. dollar as its primary currency.
1: Yeah, Don, you were talking about the Fed. Um, the idea is they're going to continue raising interest rates. I think I saw the St. Louis Fed president say his goal would be between five and five and a half on the Fed's fund rate. Um, talk to us a little bit about this uh, soft landing that we've been hearing a lot about. More and more, I'm hearing that might be possible. And we've, and we've seen inflation come down not only here, but in other places around the world where it has been very high. Europe is one of those. How is all of that impacting global markets?
0: Yeah, um, great question. You know, the U.S. still uh, is, is looking at economic numbers as they come out. Producer Price Index, CPI, those have been some pretty hot numbers. Uh, filing for jobless claims in the U.S. Uh, was uh, less than expected. So we, we still have a, a fairly strong economy, and inflation has got to, uh, uh, you know, start to mellow a little bit, um, you know, from the current pace that it's on. Um, I, I, when it comes to the market and you take a look at Fed funds, you know, the, I think the market is priced in and pretty much expects uh, Q4 Fed funds to be about 6%. Um, uh, that, that's sort of where the market stands right now. Um, if you take a look at uh, the UK, um, they're pricing in uh, Q4 to be about 5%, the Bank of England is. And then if you look at the Eurozone, the European Union, uh, they're at 4%. So, it's like 4, 5, 6% is the forecast or uh, what the market is sitting there anticipating when it comes to the UK, the Euro and the U S dollar and the fed funds. So, you know, soft landing, no landing. I've heard that, that, you know, we're not going to have any landing at all, That uh, it's just because the consumers have uh, been so active and, you know, uh, still, still uh, jobs are out there. They're, they're, they're plentiful. Uh, it's a, it's a consumer led uh, growth expansion and GDP going on right now. So, you know, with that, there are some people that are saying we're going to have, you know, no, um, no landing whatsoever. We're just going to move and migrate right through this. My concern is that, you know, the Fed's going to get out over its skis. It's going to tighten, and as quickly as, as interest rates rose, you might see this fall off in, in GDP growth in the U.S. Then we're going to get not just a soft landing, but a pretty hard landing. Uh, if you take a look at uh, the yield curve, you know, the uh, the inversion of the yield curve between the two-year and the 10-year, you know, that, that's inverted uh, about 90 basis points. I've seen it as much as 130 basis points uh, between the two-year and the 10-year. So, you know, the market is sort of looking at a hard landing uh, where recession could very much be uh, in the books. However, you know, you're seeing the consumer uh, expand GDP. You're seeing the consumer working. You're seeing the Fed sitting there uh, targeting interest rates higher and, and monetary policy higher. Um, so, you know, you, you've got this disconnect between what is going on with monetary policy and what the market is taking a look at and what the market is saying when it comes to the yield curve. So, um, you know, it, it just makes, you know, volatility and sort of sideways moves in the dollar that much more, um, um, Uh, readily available because the market's not quite sure what to do with this yet. Are we going back to 95 cents? Are we going back up to Um, $1.15? There's no clear set uh, vision yet in the dollar of where this is going to go. It's all going to be driven by interest rate differentials. Right now, you've got uh, interest rate differentials moving much more in lockstep than they were, say, six months ago.
1: Well, here's another disconnect for you to analyze for us. Um, uh, Around the world and in the U.S., there's uh, uh, the pickup in initial public offerings, companies getting ready to go public. There have been a couple of them, uh, big uh, uh, IPOs in China and in other uh, global markets, and there's some waiting in the wings in the U.S. What does that say about the health of the economy and investors uh, seemingly ready to put their money behind some companies?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a good step. It's a great step. We haven't seen this in quite a while, especially in China, uh, who, who basically uh, changed their regulatory uh, requirements a bit uh, back in uh, 2021, I believe it was, uh, is, is when they sort of pumped the brakes on the IPOs. Um, you know, it, it's good uh, that uh, especially China can sit there and access these capital markets uh, to get investment going again. You know, the, the dollar Chinese yuan uh, will certainly strengthen. The yuan will strengthen against the dollar. I should say, uh, on these things. So, you know, anytime you're going to sit there and access the capital markets, um, and and let. Uh, businesses grow and have access to capital, whether that's by floating debt or whether it's by uh, issuing stock, I think those are all healthy, very, very good things going on. Uh, you're certainly seeing an uptick in that uh, for 2023. You saw it at the end of 2022. Uh, you started to see the, the first sprinklings of it, um, but on a global basis, I think the IPO market is going to look um, pretty attractive, and that, 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 that'll be good for everybody involved.
1: Don, how closely do you pay attention to the volatility index over at CBOE? It's down about 12% this year, the fear gauge, the so-called fear gauge. That has to be good news as well, right?
0: Yep. Um, yeah, we, we do keep an eye on that uh, quite actively. And uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, the volatility index, um, it, it, it got so far ahead of itself early on. You're seeing a correction. You're seeing that move back a little bit. Um, you know, are we towards the end of this whole uh, tightening from the Fed? Uh, we're, we're probably closer to the end than we're closer to the beginning, but th- the speed at which that happened was was so incredibly fast. Uh, over the last 12 to 18 months, when you when you sit there and take a look where we started, almost you know, zero to 25 basis points, you know, in Fed funds, you know, up to where we are now, you know, at four and a half, four and three quarters, on our way to five, five and a half for sure, um, maybe even six percent. Um, That is incredible speed uh, of tightening. And you saw the the volatility index reflect that early on. Uh, Now we're starting to see it um, uh, revert to the mean and sort of, you know, come back, uh, finding its average, finding its legs. Um, I think we're going to be in for a little bit of a pause, a little bit of a breather, so we can uh, digest the information a little bit more. But in the meantime, as economic news comes out, not just in the U.S., but you know, in the U.K., in uh, Europe, in Canada, in Mexico, uh, China, everything else, uh, you're going to see the market react to that, especially the dollar. The dollar's not going to lead anything. It never has. Uh, the dollar is always sort of a, a, a lagging type market. It, it reflects um, what equity markets are doing, what the debt market is doing, what the interest rate, you know, term structure of interest rates reflects you know, the dollar is going to, to lag all of those things. So, you know, certainly don't look for the dollar to, uh, to give an indication of where we're heading with this thing. I'd be looking at the equity markets. I'd be looking at um, uh, the term structure of interest rates much more.
1: All right. Great conversation as always, Don. How can people get a hold of you and have a one-on-one if they want?
0: Sure. Um, I'm available at the trading desk, which is 866-524-8836.
1: All right, Don. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks, Steve.